Hello, and welcome to Serene Reflections, a podcast of Dharma Talks from the Wallawa Buddhist Temple. I am Rev. Clarissa Beattie, a Zen monk and Buddhist priest from the mountains of Northeast Oregon, where we practice contemplative meditation, the Chan of Bodhidharma, the Zen of Dogen, the Serene Reflection Meditation of Rev. Master G.U. Kennett. You are invited to let yourself grow naturally still, to let go of the world for a while. Join us in listening in sound, in listening in stillness, turning within to listen from the heart that seeks the way. From the scripture, the adoration of the Buddha's relics. Homage to the relics of the Buddha of merit all. Homage to the body of truth, which is truth itself, and a stupa for the world of the Dharma for our present body. This is Memorial Day weekend here in the U.S. It's a time for visiting the graves or memorials of those who have passed away, for honoring those who died in wartime or in peacetime, for offering a remembrance of their names and faces, lives and deaths, with gratitude for what their existence has made possible possible for themselves, for others, and for those of us who remain. As the world in all its strife and glory rushes on, there is something profoundly timeless about standing or sitting or kneeling at a grave or before an urn or memorial and growing still, and opening the heart to its reminder of eternity. It's like gazing up into a galaxy of stars in the clear night sky, or out at vast ocean waves, or across endless seas of prairie grass or clouds, reminding each of us of our own passing place in the universe. Memorial Day weekend also tends to mark the transition to summer activities, to the elation which accompanies outflowing energy bursting forth with the season's warming. 
like each day's rising of the morning sun toward the apex, focus turns increasingly outward, and we want more and more to move and do and reach and connect. At this time of year, flowing out vivaciously toward the promise of what lies ahead, why do we turn now to look back toward the past, toward those who are not with us? What does this particular tradition of remembering the dead offer for the living? Why this remembrance, at this time and in this way? In the monastery, we recite the adoration of the Buddha's relics daily at morning service, and throughout the year, at festival memorials for the various Buddhas and ancestors of our tradition, including the Festival of Remembrance on Memorial Day. Also, we recite the adoration of the Buddha's relics at Buddhist funerals and memorials, when the one being remembered may have their photo and perhaps also their ashes or even their coffin set upon the altar or before the Buddha, in effect becoming the Buddha for that ceremony, in that the essence of their being, their Buddha nature, is being recognized and venerated. Reflect. What example might the lives and deaths of those who are gone offer those of us who remain for now? Considering the insights I may gain by reflecting on their lives, what implications might such insights offer for my own life? What might my life make possible for me, for others? Remembering those who have gone, perhaps catching a glimpse of who they truly are, how may I remember who I am? Recognizing theirs, how may I recognize my own true nature, my Buddha nature? What truly matters now? What is the bigger picture that is reflected in each of the smaller ones, refracted in each pixel of every glimpse? The Buddha's relics are not just physical things, though matter may indeed remain. 
the relics of Shakyamuni Buddha himself, or of any Buddha of any time, leave traces in the heart. Cosmic dust trails of the passing of one who has been true to what truly matters. However what matters may need to appear, under any circumstances, at any given instant in any universe. What if what matters is the very foundation of all being? How may I remember this in small exchanges, ordinary moments, everyday interactions, in the space between all the other things? What does matter in a life of practice? Generosity? Kindness? Compassion, love, wisdom. This reverberating connection with all things, with all beings in all states. Offering. Accepting. Listening. Remembering my connection, our connection. Remembering to open my heart and open my mind. Remembering how to grow still, how to turn, how to open. When I am distracted, caught up in the vicissitudes of life, the ups and downs, the pleasures and the pains, the elations and the sorrows, there are always, within all conditions, ways open to me, ways which can help with the remembering. The following are just some of the ways of offering remembrance. There can be the way of repetition, the way of ceremonial, and the way of memorializing. Repetition is a calling to mind over and over, or maybe at the same time of day or week or month or year. Ceremonial is carefully focusing on our intention, like offering incense at an altar or using a rosary to transfer merit. Memorializing is visiting or creating such reminders as framed images, stupas, poems, or songs, forms laid out in space and time, thought patterns laid down like pathways in the landscape of our lives. All such ways can help us to carry forward the memories of those who have gone before, both ensconcing them in our living hearts and setting their memory free. There is no formula for this work, 
for this offering of remembrance. And as Reverend Master Mado gently points out, remembrance is much more than telling the old stories and getting nostalgic. It involves getting still, opening to fresh insight. It's a live process through which we can keep on learning from those who are no longer with us, naturally calling forth gratitude in an evolving living tribute. And what if it happens that the one we are memorializing was the object of our mixed feelings for whatever reason? Maybe we don't, in fact, hold only love and affection for them. Maybe we have a hard time seeing the Buddha there. Yet we may find ourselves in the position of offering remembrance, as their passing highlights the inevitability of impermanence. So what can we see? How might I soften my heart? What has this particular person offered which might be of benefit to other beings going forward? Reverend Master Jiu kindly pointed out that sometimes we may come to see the Buddha who shows us what not to do. And when our dear one who is gone seems to have left an unfillable gap and life seems incomplete without them, how can we open to seeing the Buddha here in what remains? This may not be easy. And this may take immeasurable time. Immeasurable time means that the amount of time it takes cannot be counted by any instrument or guide or standard of measure. Reverend Master Jiu loved the poem now inscribed on one of the four faces of her memorial stupa, where her body lies buried deep in the earth beneath the massive work of granite. When I am gone and the house seems empty, do not thou, O plum tree by the eaves, the spring forget. In all that surrounds a death, and all that ensues for the living, however recent, however distant, remembrance need not be scheduled or set. In the heart, remembrances can be offered whenever one is prompted to offer them, and in whatever way. 
When moved, light a candle, tie a ribbon, place a stone. Bide a wee bit in a place where the person may once have dwelt or passed, or which has been meaningful for you two together. Even with all these ways of remembering, it is enough often simply not to forget. Letting the memory or the sense of presence of a person missed and of my own presence here in this very place, in this time, now, reverberate. How may I express my gratitude for what has been made possible by those who gave their very lives? Both for those who offered up the living moments of their lives and for those who laid down their lives. How else but to offer what matters of my life, to offer what each moment of my life might make possible, possible for me and also perhaps for some dear others, and as well as countless unknown others. For this great potential is the impact of my ceasing from doing harm doing only good, doing good for others. This offering of the wholehearted living of my life and even the dying of my death as best I can is the body of truth laid upon the great altar of all existence. And even with the blurring of all memory, as flags and flowers fade, with our own passing, as grave markers eventually wear away, and as even recorded history and the planet and stars themselves some day are lost in the fog of endless time, even then, there remain always the traces, relics, and results of that which has been and been done. There is eternally that which is as yet unborn and which will be always undying.
Thank you for joining us in listening to Serene Reflections from the Heart that Seeks the Way. To learn more about this practice, including more about how to meditate, you are invited to visit our website at walawabuddhisttemple.org. Here, in the Kanzayan Shrine of our Meditation Hall, we offer the merit of our practice of serene reflection meditation to all beings, including you, wherever you may be.